It's NFL schedule day, football fans. What is the best game that we know about so far? We're going to talk about that and more on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Football fans, welcome into a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is schedule day. Now, we don't know the exact schedule yet, but we do have a few games already picked out. We got a couple holiday games, a couple international games. We're going to go through those, pick out the best matchups and the games that we're most excited to watch. And then finally, a little schedule wish list. We're going to talk about some games that we hope to see. In week 18, between division rivals, some games that could decide playoff spots. Before we get into all that, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL Podcast your first listen every day. Shout out to our everydayers out there listening Monday through Friday. Can't thank you all enough. Remember, you can get the Locked On NFL Podcast on YouTube, on whatever podcast app you use. It's free Monday through Friday, all year long. Thanks for tuning in with us here, but we're going to move it forward, talk about these primetime games that we already know about, and there are three good ones already on the docket. Number one, in week 12 for Black Friday, following Thanksgiving, the NFL is finally going to have a Black Friday game. It is going to be the Miami Dolphins heading to the Big Apple to take on the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Then, week 16 on Christmas Day, the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. That should be a good one. And then finally, week 17 on New Year's Eve, the Cincinnati Bengals against the Kansas City Chiefs. Those are some really good games, Alex. But what stands out to you immediately? That we're going to get a cold game on Christmas, first off. Like, the Cardinals have played on Christmas the last couple of years. It doesn't feel Christmassy. Like, you want it to be snowing somewhere during a Christmas game. You don't want it to be in a warm weather city, first of all. Second of all, let's just hope, because we're going to talk about international games next segment, let's hope the Dolphins are good. <laughs> like, let, let's just hope that they're fun like they were last year. Because if right. that offense isn't humming, that's going to be a boring-ass team to watch. And it's going to be clunky, and it's going to be gross, and it's going to be, oh, they the decision-makers for the schedule had good intentions, but we've kind of crumbled down to the floor with it. But obviously, you know, the crown jewel, and we'll probably spend the majority of the segment talking about this, is Kansas City and Cincy, cold mm-hmm. weather, New Year's Eve. Like, that's what you want. You want a team that can win in any weather, on the road, at home, any way possible, whether it be defense, running the ball, throwing the ball, whatever, you're going to see these two potentially as the Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. We don't know where Josh Allen fits in. Like, we don't know if there's going to be a third head with it, with this monster. We don't know if Josh Allen's going to be Tiger Woods. We don't know if Patrick Mahomes is going to continue to be Tiger Woods. We have no idea. What we do know is Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes on the same field at the same time are much wa- must-watch television every time. Yeah, and I think uh... – with Kansas City finally beating Cincinnati 
yeah. for the first time in the Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes experience. I think they've played four times so far, two playoffs, two regular season. Uh, is Patrick Mahomes ready to get his get back? And what I like the most is this game is late in the year, like you said, New Year's yeah. Day. So this Eve. is going to be a game. Yeah, New Year's Eve. <laughs> this is going to be a game where we're probably getting a, a playoff preview because these teams just seem to be playing against each other in the playoffs every year and probably will be for the next decade with right. with Burrow and Mahomes. I mean, in my opinion, those are the two best quarterbacks in the entire league. So I, I think that's a fantastic game. All I will say is Dolphins at Jets on Black Friday, mm-hmm. I think could be great, great television. I think the Giants come back down to earth this year. So I think Giants versus Eagles on Christmas Day isn't as good of a present as maybe your people are thinking it is. Um, but Dolphins at Jets with Aaron Rodgers, will Tua be playing at that time? Like you said, with the explosive offensive capability, I think that there are some things that could derail that game, like you said, but I I think that's going to be a a pretty explosive game. Uh, and I'm pretty excited for it. It is a, it is a second place finish to Bengals at Chiefs on New Year's Eve. Uh, we're going to get, of course, Thanksgiving games, just, here, why were is there? I know we're kind of just you know throwing it out there, but is there any game on Thanksgiving with the Lions or with the Cowboys or any other matchup that you'd like to see? I'm interested to see now that you brought that up. I'm interested to see the Lions maybe not being in the forgotten morning slot. They're right. always in the forgotten morning slot. It's the Bears and the Lions with two backup quarterbacks a couple <laughs> years ago. It's the Texans and the Lions with an absolute blowout by the Texans a couple years ago with Deshaun Watson. Right. I want to see the Lions play in prime time. I, I don't want to see the Saints and the Falcons, who always seemingly play at night on Thanksgiving after Dallas loses on Thanksgiving at home. Like, I don't want to continue to see that. I want to see the Lions where the lights are brightest at night against a sexy mm-hmm. against a sexy opponent and not necessarily, you know, even if it's the Eagles, I don't care. I want an interdivision, not interdivision. I want to see the Lions under the bright lights as much as I possibly can next year. That's all I'm thinking about as it pertains yeah. to Thanksgiving. I mean, that's really all it is. Now, I do want all to say I one s- thing. Go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I just, all I wanted to say was if, if it's going to be a division game and it's not just a random mix-up, I'd like to see the Packers. Love is oh, in the air yeah. in Detroit. I, I think putting Jordan Love on a on a big primetime stage in that situation would be fun to watch just to see how he operates there. Yeah, for sure. But that would be the morning slot. That that would still be the morning slot and probably well-deserved if Jordan Love were to come. I don't know if the... that's going to change at all. There's nothing that the Lions can do to overtake the brand that is the Cowboys. So I don't no, think but, there's I don't think there's anything that you can do to do that. Well, I feel like the night game when everybody's all tripped the fan out and they're all sitting around having beverages, watching the Lions put a, a 40 burger instead of waking up with eye crusties, cooking Thanksgiving dinner and having it be an afterthought unless it's fantasy football. I would just like to see that shift. And one quick thing about the Dolphins and Jets, we have no idea if those teams are 8-1 before that game or 3-6, and six, both of them. We don't know what the Jets are going to be. We don't know what the Dolphins are going to be. That could be a uh, that could be a, a matchup of two two lost teams, which is going to be fascinating because they're completely different. Aaron Rodgers, Tua, you know, whatever South Beach and and East Rutherford. That's going to be the one that has the biggest uh, margin of potential different matchups between those two teams, right. relevancy or not, as opposed to the other two. I still think the Eagles will come down to earth a little bit next year, also. 
So, so yeah. Christmas could be a little tighter than you think. Yeah, it, it'll be fun to play out, and the way that we view these teams could be entirely different by the time that the game shows up. But with that in mind, we got five international games on the slate this year. We already know all five of them. We're going to break down those games, talk about which ones are the most exciting as well. Before we get into it, do want to let you know about the most exciting protein bar. Today's episode Ooh. is brought to you by Built Bars. Look, you get the best of both worlds with Built Bars. You get all the health benefits that you have to have from a protein bar. They're low calorie, they're low sugar, but high protein, high fiber. At the same time, you get all the taste benefits of a candy bar. They have delicious flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut, almond, and every bar is covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, 100% real chocolate on your protein bar. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Go to your local Walmart. Go to your local Sam's Club. Go to Built.com right now. Pick up a pack of the best protein bars in the galaxy. Built Bars from our friends at Built. You can thank me later. I'm so happy for schedule season. We're not close to list season yet. We've got the June 1st cut, trade, drop, date. That they were yeah. inching up. We got three weeks away from that. But then it's going to be list season, and it's going to get weird on this show. But we've got schedule release, and the fact that Tyler Rowan of, of Locked on Titans and me, myself, Alex Clancy of Locked on Cardinals get to bring you the real preview direct, you know, a few hours before the actual release is really, mm-hmm. uh, really nice, really fun. So we, we ran through the, the primetime holiday games. There's some international games, five of them. Uh, coming up, the Tyler's going to run down the list. Can I just say one thing really quickly or ask you a question? Sure. Jacksonville has been the team, the de facto home team in London over the last handful of years. Shad Khan, right. there was conversation about them moving the, the team to London, you know, years back. How good does Jacksonville have to get for them to be off this list? Like, say they win 12 games this year. It used to be throwaway games. It didn't matter who went there. People would show up right. at Wembley. And they buy all the buy all the gear, and the NFL would make a boatload of money. How good does Jacksonville have to get to be removed from the international list, like 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 they like they're on now, or are they going to be the de facto home team of London regardless? It's over. There there is no how good, how bad, how they clearly the NFL has purposefully cleared out a market in London for Jacksonville. I mean, they are playing back to back games and back to back weeks in London. I think that there's a better chance that the Jags play half of their home games oh, in wow. London eventually than there is that they play none. Like that, And and I think Shad Khan having, you know, business in the area makes him want that too to where most owners or most people, hey, I don't want to fly my team overseas. I don't, the Jags are like, hey, how many times can we get over there? How many times can we bring in that ticket revenue? You know what I mean? So I, I think that there's a better chance that Jacksonville moves to London full time than there is them being so good or whatever that that they don't have to go over there. That that's it clearly with them having two games. I think it's obvious that that is on purpose. I think it's clear, and I don't think anything is going to change that. It's like Detroit and Dallas on Thanksgiving. It is what it is now, and it's going to stay that way for a long time. But going through. 
the five games, week four, Falcons at Jaguars in London. I believe that one's in Wembley Stadium. And then week five, the Jaguars again at the Bills. That is at Tottenham uh, Stadium. And I'm not a soccer guy. To be honest, I like soccer, but I don't know. So if I say something wrong, my bad, whatever. I like football. Uh, week six, Ravens at Titans, also in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, week nine, we head to Germany, Frankfurt, the Dolphins against the Chiefs, and then week 10, Colts against Patriots, also in Frankfurt in Germany. So out of those five games, which one stands out to you as the most exciting or the one that you're – most anticipating watching. Why the hell are the Dolphins and Chiefs not on U.S. soil? What are we doing here? <laughs> Trying what to give the people here? in Germany something good. I know that, but you know, it used to be, and, and I get that. And you know what? I hope that the that the NFL, you know, try, across the globe, it, it doesn't matter. Like, you, you don't want to globalize the game as much as possible and give the incredible people of Frankfurt, Germany, the, you know, the experience that we get 250 whatever times a year here. Okay, right. like, I, I get that. And why that one? Like, if you're watching the greatest quarterback of all time, or greatest quarterback in the NFL right now, against his Already former wide there. receiver one. Okay, we're not going to do that yet. Uh, <laughs> against his wide receiver one from a couple years ago, with the intrigue, with the 100 points that could be scored in that game, I'm surprised when I saw the list that that was one that they chose to be overseas. And it's going to be right. great. For Frankfurt, it's going to be great for all those fans in Germany and probably from myriad people from different countries that are, you know, that are close to Germany. They're going to go watch that game. Fantastic. It's going to be great for the game. And I think I understand why now, because it's, you know, that will streamline the process of popularity with football. But that's obviously the one, in my opinion. I mean, the other ones are okay. Like Jacksonville Buffalo is going to be fine. Well, but, that's no, the but, one that I'm picking. I think that's going to be a great game, man. You got Trevor Lawrence on the rise. Buffalo is kind of in a in a holding pattern right now, yeah. where they're considered a perennial contender, but they just they just don't seem like when it, when it comes time to do it, they just don't seem like a realistic team that's going to make the push over the uh, over the Bengals or the Chiefs. So I think the Jags are a team that has the potential to kind of get into that stratosphere with Buffalo um, Bengals chiefs on a tier of their own. And then right below them, Buffalo and Jacksonville. I, I think there is a chance that that could happen. So if, if that does happen, I think this game right here overseas in London has a great chance to be what I guess kind of puts the Jaguars up on that pedestal. If they can beat Buffalo, and it'll be like, oh, okay, this is the big four teams in the AFC now. These are the teams that the next three, four years we're going to be talking about as Super Bowl contenders in the AFC. I think Jacksonville isn't on that level right now because of the regular season and they're a young team and all that. But if they beat Buffalo, the national conversation could change to, oh, yes, it's these top four teams far and away above everybody else. So I think Jacksonville has a chance to put themselves in that group if they can beat Buffalo uh, in London. Yeah, I mean, and I can I can appreciate that stance. You know, this is a very pivotal year for both organizations, as you mentioned. Like, right. Buffalo could be a, do they blow this up if they don't win a playoff game this year? And if Jacksonville yeah. doesn't repeat, I mean, they only won nine games last year. So they don't like, take that they, step. 
if they yeah. can get to 11 and not have to win to get in, you know, the playoffs, it, win the right. division and get in like they did last year, we're going to be having very interesting conversations about not only Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk, Doug Peterson, their 48 running backs they have there in that defense. But you're <laughs> right. I think that that'll be a true litmus test, especially, what is that, week five? or That's week yes. six that they play? Week five. Or week five. Yeah, because, uh-huh. you know, the first quarter or, you know, the first season in the NFL season is over, week one through yep. week four, really turning into where you can position yourself to take mm-hmm. the leap, especially for, for Jacksonville, who should, by all accounts, run away with the AFC South. If, if you know, if, if anything has, you know, if paper has anything to say about what happens on the field. Now, with that, Tyler Rowland, as we transition, divisional games are played the last two games of every season. And there's so many different ways that we can go with this, but we wanted to allocate a full segment on which divisional games you'd like to see happen in week 17 and week 18 as the 2023 season comes to a close where teams are jockeying for divisional round, a division uh, supremacy as well as playoff spots. We'll roll through that. Alex Lancy, Tyler Rowland, Locked in NFL Thursday, rolls on next. Here we go, Tyler. Locked on NFL Thursday. Follow him at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter, Monday through Friday. Locked on Titans. YouTube. Listen. Podcast. Me too. Locked on Cardinals. If I could speak English at Clancy's Corner. So <laughs> we've done holiday games. We've done international games. Now let's do a little home cooking-ish. Week 17 and week 18 divisional games. Which games, like which matchups would you want to see most? as it pertains to divisional matchups in week 17 and week 18 that could set the stage for not only the playoffs, but also for division crowns. Well, the, the number one that I'm going to go with is Cincinnati against Baltimore. So I think Baltimore, I think Baltimore has a big bounce back this year. I think they're going to be competing with Cincinnati for that division. I don't think since he's running away with it, and we didn't even have Lamar Jackson in the game last year, and we got a pretty entertaining one. So, for me, I'm going Lamar Jackson against Joe Burrow, Week 18, everything on the line. I think that would be just absolutely – to me, out of all of the matchups that you could possibly put together in this scenario, that is the number one matchup for me. Yeah, I've got two. You know, as much as I – you know, start to get pools of vomit like right here in my esophagus when I talk about this. Eagles Cowboys week 18, it's just fun. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I, I mean, yeah. unless there's a team that makes a leap there, I just don't see the Giants or the or the commanders doing it this year. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Giants could go on a run. I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Um, now that one is just fun, but it's not as fun. Give me week 18 Chiefs Chargers every year. I don't care. Right. If I could right. watch the Chiefs and Chargers play eight, 17 games a year, I would sign up for that maybe more than any other matchup in the NFL with two teams. It is popcorn. Right. It is Transformers when you're 15 years old going to see a movie. All it is, because it could be 17-13. It could be 95-93. You never know with two up-and-coming guys. This is a year for Justin Herbert to where either right. he's going to be Cliff Kingsbury by Brandon Staley and they're going to get rid of him. Or this is the year where he may leapfrog Josh Allen as the third or fourth best quarterback in the NFL. Because after a right. down year last year statistically. 
So that's the one for me. Chiefs, Chargers, Week 18, that's number one. And it's not close. I under I appreciate Cincinnati and Baltimore. It's it's ugly football sometimes. It's 13-7. It's 13-10. And that's fine. I'd much rather watch 100 points than 24 when it's blistering cold out. Alex, we may be hitting on some regional uh, sensibilities here. Where where were you born and where do you live? I was born in Los Angeles. Okay. And I live in Arizona. Well, I was born in Ohio and I live in Ohio. So, yeah, I want the rock'em, sock'em, tumbling, beat up, and you want the 100 points. This is just... This is just regional sensibilities coming out right now. But for me, the, the next one that I wanted to mention here is if things go right for the Jets, oh, Aaron sure. Rodgers, Josh sure. Allen, yeah. Week 18, I think that that could be absolutely excellent football. I did want to mention, too, I know I'm cheating here, but we could get a, a, a toilet bowl at the end that could be interesting like we got with oh, Houston yeah. and Indianapolis last year. Uh, let's say anybody from the AFC South or the NFC South. Could be fighting Tampa Bay uh, against Atlanta. Uh, maybe Atlanta will be a little bit better, but uh, Houston versus Tennessee, Tennessee versus Indianapolis, Indianapolis versus Houston, any combination of those three teams fighting it out for the number one pick at the end of the year, that could be entertaining football, just like the Colts and the Texans were last year. And that had such a huge impact on the future of the NFL. Sure it did. is insane what Lovey Smith did on his way out of Houston, throwing them a middle finger and winning that game. And if you go back and watch, it was like fourth and 20, and yep. Houston completed one of the inside. <laughs> like, that play right there is going to go down in history as a major franchise-altering uh, play. If we get something like that with one of those crappy teams in the AFC South, like the Titans or the Texans or the Colts or whatever, I think that could be great football as well. Yeah, and you know what? Just for home cooking, you know, as I do host uh, Locked On Arizona Cardinals, I'm going to be watching the Houston Texans and the Arizona Cardinals very intently in Week 17 and Week Week 18. I'm hoping that the Arizona Cardinals have to face the Seahawks and 49ers in Week 17 and Week 18. I'm hoping the Texans have to face Jacksonville and whatever other crap box team in the AFC South that's better than them. So the Cardinal, like Tyler, can you just and listen? We're going to get out of here in a second, but. With the Cardinals and Texans, both the Cardinals having both the Cardinals and the yeah. Texans' first number one pick right. in 2024, they play each other this year. Uh -huh. So what is the best course of action for the Cardinals? I don't think it – like, what do you do in that game if you're a Cardinals fan? Like, I'm just going to – I can't – like, if we could maybe resurrect Stephen Hawking and he can explain to me what's best for the Cardinals. Because if they win, it's bad. If they lose – it's bad because Houston wins. Right. So Houston it's like, won. so I just don't know. Like, I, I would assume. I think you want to win there. I think you want to win there because because uh, if the Texans lose, that's not a bad thing, and the Cardinals could still get the number two pick, and then have Houston's number one pick. So you know, if it, if it's good or bad both ways, just just root for your team to win. Oh goodness gracious! I'd rather have the Cardinals lose because they have a better chance of winning more games than the Texans do. So that that's, that's kind of my thought process. But overall, like week seventeen to week eighteen, and 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 I just want to ask you: it's kind of a litmus that we have no control over this. But do you think it's the best that the last two games of the year are always divisional? Do you think it should be random? Well, well like for, I, I hate to be this guy, but the week seventeen isn't because the Bengals and the Chiefs play each other, so it's oh, week eighteen. Right. 
that's always divisional, not both week, week 17 right. and week 18. Yeah. But as for the question rephrased, I do love that it's only divisional in the last week. I know that that prevents some matchups that could be awesome, but with all of the seeding and all the stuff in place, I just I just think it's the it's the yeah. right move. Makes brain fart on my part. Yeah. yeah, it happens. It's been a long week. It's been a long offseason. And with that in mind, we're going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Make sure that you check out the Friday edition with your boy Q and Chris Carter breaking everything down for you guys. That's going to do it for me, Tyler Rowland, with my co-host, Alex Clancy. Everybody stay safe out there and start your weekend early, folks.